Top of the morning, y'all. It's Dawn and Steve, and they welcome you to Friday. Dawn is in pink, the last day of Valentine's week, and we have some great guests to kick off your weekend. So stick around to get your hands on the Devo. Text D-E-V-O to 800-555-7898. Well, I think you're starting to try and sound a little bit like me this morning, Briggs. I'm trying. What, a little bit deeper. Should I, how yeah. deep should I go? There you go. <laughs> Hi, my name is Steve Hiller. Uh, there you go. You got it. I usually Perfect. laugh when I ha- when we have guests and they hear you talk for the first time and they're like, wow, yeah. what a radio voice. And today you surprised even me and made me chuckle how deep the voice is. Little congestion going on uh, over there, my friend. congestion going on. It was funny. You, Your turn. I, I was not feeling great. <laughs> Right. yesterday and mm-hmm. uh, i walked in this morning he said how are you how are you feeling i'm like i feel better than i did yesterday but i think i sound worse than i did yesterday for sure i think it's moved down from the head a little bit yeah. into the chest well at least we're both not sounding that way right now i i think i've been free of mind for a couple i was trying to think back how long i think it's been a couple of weeks i've been well yeah and so three weeks ago, I had it, whatever that the head cold thing. The thing. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just I feel for you because it is. It's just annoying. Exactly. And, uh, it, yes, it, it's very annoying. And I do hope that you feel better really soon. We've been praying for you. Well, and, thank you. Yes, and uh, but it's it's good for you to be here. I know it feels better to be in the bed when <laughs> all that sits in. So, well, it's you know that thing. You know, all, everybody's probably felt this that mm-hmm. thing where you're like, okay, I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm good enough to basically go live life. Sure. With a minor annoyance. Yes. And so that's what that's this where is. Where you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of where I am. And it was funny last night. We're sitting around the dinner table, and I'm talking, and my wife's like. This is when you need to go audition for voice work. <laughs> I'm like, she's like, you, you need to yeah. get a tape together. No. Yeah, but I can't yeah, but do you this can't replicate that. Exactly. Yes, yeah, you got to go for what can uh, what can come back around when they hire you for the job. It, it's so true. I mean, you could do a, a one off if you could get the job and do it today. Do it today. Yeah, yep. one just one little thing. If anybody needs that, really, but you have a deep voice anyway. It's just. That yeah. is even deeper. It's a voice. When you think that you can't have any deeper register, hey, get a sinus oh, infection yeah, or something. You, oh, you totally cold. can. <laughs> I hear some of these voiceover guys who do this professionally. Uh-huh. I'm like, wow, some of them can, they got a lot of low end. And and it's without pitching it. like Because right. there's technology that will help your voice do just about anything. But the real deal that God gave you is what we hear on a daily basis here on this show and a few others. We hear Moody Radio. It's like the Steve Hiller show on Moody Radio. <laughs> <laughs> so if you like recognize the voice from Open the Bible or um, Encounter the Truth and... What, what, there's two others. Treasured truth. Treasured truth. Encounter the truth. Treasured truth. Open the Bible. Is there one more? That's it. Okay. Okay. So those three. And throughout the day. The yeah. Well, that one. That yeah. of course. That starts the day. And if you hear him throughout the day, you're like, wait a minute. I know that voice. Something's very familiar. Now you know. The secret's out. It's the secret Steve is Hiller. Out. Steve Hiller. Well, I don't know. I was listening to the radio at this station not too long ago, uh-huh. and uh, it was Don May followed by Don May followed by Don May. So. Uh, it, that's kind of, that's the kind of crazy thing. Really, you never know where that's your voice is going to pop up. And I did stuff a long time ago. Uh huh. That uh, when I was living in Chicago, you know, 
20-something-year-old kid. And I still, every once in a while, hear that stuff pop up on the radio. No kidding. Like old spots and things like that. I'm like, wow. It lives. That was a younger me. <laughs> it lives. Uh, it, it's, it, yeah, it's just interesting to see really what radio life is. And, and it lives forever sometimes uh, because it's still relevant what you did 20 years ago. And yet, here's the thing that always gets me, especially for Christian radio, how the Lord uses it in our lives. Right. Honest. I think back to the very first time I knew Christian radio existed. I was in college. It was night. Should I tell? It was 1988. Just keep telling the story. And I, it was transformational in my life. Could not believe. And it was like an hour of music. And then it was all of those guys that like Insight for Living with Chuck Swindoll and David Jeremiah, Chuck's, uh, let's see, Charles Stanley, so many. Some are with the Lord already, so the names yep. may not be familiar. I could not get enough and could not, did not know what I'd been missing. Yeah. It was just, it, it changed my walk with the Lord because it kept him constantly in my mind, in my ear, and I just never turned back. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. I'm grateful. Yeah. We had a uh, Christian radio station in Des Moines where I grew up, but it was one that was a little bit more talk oriented mm-hmm. and just talk, not even necessarily all the Bible teaching programs, as I remember as a kid. And I remember I was not a huge fan at that point. Oh, sure. You know, I wanted the the rock and roll music of the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ended up never working at a rock station, ended up doing this. And I, I'm kind of glad to see how God kind of directed my path and steps, because it was not anything that I thought Oh, let's go down this road. Same. He just kind of opened doors and kicked me through them. Yeah. I'm grateful for it. Is it true? And that's the thing about the Lord and how he works. And even in the difficult places, like you think about forgiveness and how hard that is to extend, especially when we have been, the offense is so deep Yeah, and it holds us captive. But the Lord has something to say about that, and he takes us in several passages. But today, as we look at this, it's Matthew 6. In verse 12, it says, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. You know, few things are more precious to receive than forgiveness. After carrying the burden of our sin, it is wonderfully freeing to know that the one we have wronged has completely forgiven us. Jesus told his disciples to ask God for forgiveness every time they prayed. Jesus knew that we would daily incur debts against God. We would inevitably fall short of God's standard. And a day does not go by that we don't need to ask God to remove our debt against him. You know, Jesus warned that we should expect forgiveness from God as we should forgive those who sinned against us. For God will forgive us in the same way that we forgive others. God's nature is forgiveness. If we're to be his disciples, we must follow his example. If God will forgive our most relentless enemy, then we can do nothing less. Jesus didn't say that certain offenses are unworthy of our forgiveness. We have no biblical excuse for allowing unforgiveness in our hearts. If you choose to withhold forgiveness from someone well your worship and your prayers are futile it says that in matthew 5. so ask god to make you aware of those dark corners of your life where you're harboring resentment 
a keen awareness of your own need for forgiveness will put the offenses of others in the proper light. Ask God to make you like Christ so that even when you're being persecuted, you can say, Father, forgive them. If you want to copy this morning's devotional, simply text the word Devo, D-E-V-O, to 800-555-7898. That's Devo to 800-555-7898, or you'll find it linked on our Facebook page. And we're glad you're with us on this Friday morning here. Now, you had said that today's a very special day. Yeah. Today? Yes. Is that because it is National Almond Day? Well, there is that. Almonds definitely have a really good place in healthy choices for a snack and giving oh, you some protein. I know. But Got a big bag of almonds in the other room, so. They're a little high in calorie. I think that is an Uh-oh. interesting thing because they are. But if you ever notice somebody that is kind of fueling throughout the day, they'll have, what, 10 almonds or 9 almonds or something like that because you're sustaining throughout the day your um, metabolism. Okay. And But because of the caloric count on an almond, then that's why there's a certain amount of them that some folks will take into account. Ooh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's, so I shouldn't just raid my big bag of almonds I, I with did, no limits. So I chuckled the other day. You had this wonderful mix, like a trail mix or something. Yeah. And I tried a little bit. It was so good. And I was like, I'm just curious how many calories are in that little bucket because of all the almonds that were in there. And I have no idea. I probably like, don't want to know. Do no, I? no, I'm pretty sure you don't. There was a lot of good nutrition in there. And, and because it was a total, if you want to call it a healthy snack, I call it real food, but a total really good choice when it comes to something snack. But I did kind of chuckle to myself thinking, huh, I wonder, I just wonder if that was a 3,000 calorie snack. Really? <laughs> wow. Or a 1,500 calorie snack. I don't know. I don't know. Well, now I'm curious. I want to go like don't look at you? the labels and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of fun to know, even is though it? it's good choices. <laughs> I think it is. I, it, but but it might make you a little grouchy, it, and so it could. It could make it you set grouchy me when off you today. I can see it in your face. Your face is like, why did you just tell me that? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to do me a favor now. Oh, what is that? Because today is do a grouch a favor day. Oh, well, then maybe I'll dig it and try to figure out how many calories were in that little bucket of yours. <laughs> and uh, that's the favor. So you'll know. But again, if you're going to err on the side of picking a, a snack in the afternoon or even in the morning after the show, that's the one by far. Because that's fuel. That's not just those empty things that we tend to put right. in our body. So whether it has calories or, you know, lots of calories or not, eh. But if you're going to be grouchy about it, then I will have to do something to try to help you turn that frown upside down. Oh, that's sweet. Because today is <laughs> National Do a Grouch a Favor Day. <laughs> and all of us probably have somebody in our life that we, when we think of the word grouch, pops into mind there. Isn't that true? I loved the uh, little thesaurus thing that they had. Yes. On the other things that you could use instead of grouch. Uh-huh. Curmudgeon. One of my favorite words. That is, yes. When when people ask us off off the show, describe like describe the personality of the show, and you tend to say, "Well, I'm the curmudgeon." Between the two of us, oh, yes. Okay, okay. The cr- <laughs> I'm the malcontent. You're the grump. I'm the grump. The belly aker. 
the sourpuss, the, the crank, and the, the crank. grumbler between yeah. the two of us. <laughs> so the T-shirt you're going to say is just going to say malcontent across the front. <laughs> I, I think that's kind of funny. I, I do, too. I think I'm a situational I malcontent. Do yes. I don't know that that's necessarily my nature. But it's definitely situational for me. Yes. And that's where I think we all find ourselves. It's the person that, bless them, is just the quintessential crank. I feel for them. I do. And if that's you, I I really do have a heart for what's behind that. Yeah. It's My first question is always, okay, who hurt you? Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. Because usually cranky people are just bound and determined to be cranky and hurt you. And we always know hurt people hurt, hurt people. people. Yeah. And yet I, I just go back to the Lord can transform us. He can do that from the inside out. But there's some intentionality on our part to work through that yep. hurt and what makes us that sourpuss throughout the day. But if you're cranky today and it's just kind of a one-off, well, it's it, you, you pick the right day to do it because February 16th is National Do a Grouch Favor today, and you can just let those around you know that they've got to kind of help a brother or sister out and do a favor for you. Well, I look forward to seeing what you're going to do later. <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm going we'll to say thank you in advance. How... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to see. Let's see. Oh, I, I set the coffee pot. There you go. You're Aren't done. I done? Check I'm done. That off. Boom. There you go. So National Give Do a Crouch a Favor Day. Just chuckling along with some of these things. And almonds, great choice for our mid morning snack. Yeah, I like all that. Now, uh, Grumpy Bear for Care Bears was always my favorite. Yeah. So I I can uh, I can ascribe to that. All right, so I sit corrected this morning. Okay. And this might make your grouchiness go away, even okay, though good. it's kind of head cold related. <laughs> no, you're not grouchy today, but it is National Do a, Do a Grouch a Favor Day, which I just find mildly entertaining. I'm not and, grouchy. I'm a malcontent. And you're, <laughs> the malcontent is because I called you out on a healthy, healthy, uh, I don't even know if it was a snack. It could have been your breakfast. Well, it was kind of doubled as both, yeah. Yes, it, it, I was thinking there was a whole lot more calories in your almonds and trail mix than what uh, there might have been. But it, it, I we guess for what it is, in the studio we did. We measured it, it all out and we think it came in about 847 okay. calories. But that's not 3,000, which is That what is I not 3,000. <laughs> I might have overstated there just a little bit. But yeah, so, you know, choices. And if it's doubling as a meal, and if Which you know Steve Hiller, it was like brunch. Like you, you're six foot three, and yeah, you can handle a whole lot more than I'm five foot small. one little bit me. Although yesterday I had to go to the doctor, and she. <laughs> First of all, she measured me facing forward. You know how when you go to the doctor, you always stand with your back to the measuring thingy? Oh, if they have it mounted on the wall thing? Y- yeah. Yeah. And so um, you have to get on the scale, which is always my least favorite part. And so I get on the scale, and she starts measuring my height, but I'm I'm facing forward. And I'm thinking, no, that's unusual. I've never done it. On the scale? Yes. Isn't that that's the way they typically do it on a scale, right? N- I've never, ever. Usually you have to turn around. Really? Yes. I don't think I've ever turned around on a scale. Now, okay. when it's been, they've had it mounted to the wall. Yes. You back up heels on the wall. And right. They, but yeah, on a scale, I don't think I've ever turned around and backwards. They just do it while you're on the scale being weighed. Well, it, for me, was the first time okay. yesterday. And I. Do you think that threw things off? Yes. You don't trust them. By right half either. an inch. 
because I looked at my chart. They had already put, you know, all the vitals in there. And it said that I was five foot point five. Now I'm five one. And it, or no, sorry. I, usually my chart will measure me five one point five. That's a full inch. You shrunk an inch already? No. You're not old enough to have shrunk no. an inch yet. No. I do not believe it. I do not believe it. So I was like, okay, don't no, wait a minute. It's kind of like when you go in and it's winter time and you have eight pounds worth of clothing on. And, right. And you think that's not true, but it is. Your shoes and if you're wearing a heavier garment and all the things. I dressed lately appropriately because I want to make sure I have the lightest clothing I own <laughs> on. And the if that's shoes, going in my permanent record, the, it's going to be a small number. Listen, I, I got people looking at all my stats right now and I, for health reasons. And I'm like, no, we are not going to give any extra poundage because they never count off for it. It's too arbitrary. You can't do that. Yeah. And so I thought, well, I'll wear a, the lightest dress I can for this season. I will wear shoes that are easy to kick off. All the things. Of course, then you got to get those shoes back on. Okay, we're going over to this room. And I'm like, hey, a minute. I'm getting, getting my shoes back on. And uh, yeah, so it's a real thing. But they said I shrunk an inch. And I... Mm-mm. I'm not buying that. I'm not buying it either. Thank you. Unless this time they actually found the top of your scalp. And maybe they before they measured at the top of your hair. I did get a haircut right before I went to the okay. doctor. So it is possible that I lost a little height that way. And yet I still think... We're going with five one. I'll stay in the middle of that. Go with five one. Doesn't have to be five one and a half. That's I have, right. I'm comfortable with five one. This is totally good. Still knee high to a grasshopper. Own it. Own it proudly. Mm-hmm. I think that's what. Yeah. Makes that's me grouchy that they said I lost an inch. <laughs> now you have to do. Now me a somebody's favor. got to do you a favor this morning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> got to go. Take Dawn and Steve with you on the Moody Radio app. You know when you travel on an airplane, there's all sorts of different things that you encounter. From crazy people to, you know, you, you see the stories of people clipping their toenails on the airplane to all sorts of people snoring, all sorts of crazy things. But what would be the one thing that you would not want to encounter on an airplane, Don? Oh, there's several things that I do not want to encounter. I, I, oh, you know, I think the one that by default you think about is the crying baby. Bless that family. And yeah. I, like, we had one air flight that one Alex she's the firstborn she's the only one that really got to travel when she was a baby and yeah bless her she her ears were bothering her right and I feel so badly I have great compassion unless the kids just misbehaving that's a whole different different. ball game yes but yeah that crying baby I think but I can think of a whole lot of things that I don't want adults doing (laughs) on a plane um well, it can get nasty. You the, said clipping toenails? Oh, yeah. There was a story a little Come while back on. about somebody who was doing that. There's just all sorts of Think. crazy things that you see People. on airplanes. But when I saw this, I'm like, this would be one of the worst things I would think that oh, happened. Oh, dear. There was a flight from Amsterdam to Detroit that quickly turned around when maggots <gasps> fell out of an overhead bag and onto a <gasps> passenger. What? Just on Tuesday. What? So, of course, they're like, what in the world is going on? Security. Upon inspection of the nearby overhead bin, the flight crew on this flight found improperly packed carry an improperly packed carry-on bag that had contained rotten fish wrapped in a newspaper. What? Rotten fish. I would think that that would smell 
and now maggots are falling on passengers. I don't think that there would be a lot worse than that. Did you say they were going to Amsterdam or away from? Uh, from Amsterdam okay. to Detroit. I would like to meet that security person, especially after different country. My little carry-on got ripped apart looking for batteries that were in a mirror. Uh, yeah. And you miss fish? They in, missed fish. Well, just wrapped in newspaper. Like, that's something that every time I've flown internationally, they're like, no meats, no produce, no yeah, from right. nothing from a farm, all that kind of stuff. And this is why. And, and like, no what maggots. in the world? Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, the air, aircraft ended up returning the gate. Passengers were placed on the next available flight. Oh, but uh, one of the uh, one of the guys who was on the flight, he said people were absolutely freaking out. I can imagine trying to fight off these maggots. How many can you just imagine? were yeah. there? That oh. yeah. I could see hysterics coming into play. Not for, not necessarily, but I, w- I would just be so grossed out. Oh, it, nasty. And they said when they actually found the source mm. of the maggots mm. and they began to open the bag <laughs> and find that <laughs> rotten fish, they said people were just overwhelmed by the smell. Sure. They said it was an immediate pitching, pinching of the nose, just a horrific experience for those passengers. I can only imagine how bad that was. Lots of mouth breathing going on uh, yeah. on that flight. Oh, and that when you said what's the worst thing, it, it did have to do with smells. And I was thinking uh, that would be the worst, especially if it's a long flight. Oh, and that's not a short flight. Oh, Uh-oh. nine hours. Oh, they were about an hour in. And oh, they had to and they turn had to turn. Oh, I'm just thankful though they weren't four and a half hours in or <laughs> right. seven, and then that the pilot had it. The compassion to say we're because that's a huge deal. Oh, fuel. Yeah. I mean, think about the expense uh, and rebooking then, everybody. Are there, yeah, yeah, bless. That is just yeah. nasty. Well, that make me grumpy. That change the trajectory. Okay, we're going back and forth, flipping the the you know the smiley face if you're at the doctor. I feel good, or the frowny face. Okay, my frowny face is back on.